0: Say do you remember party up that's in September party up uh, oh. never was a cloudy day. This is the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody.
1: just start however like you know like not radio like you know just start how you start i like awkward like we just started like this could be it we
2: did we did just start we're in the uh chalet whittingham <laughs> uh on the uh, we're not gonna say the floor but uh it's an undescribed uh, unnamed oh, yeah, this is too awkward we're gonna restart Tahoe hotel <laughs> uh and we're here we're starting a podcast i am exhausted i don't know about you guys but my fore you, you can't see this cuz it's a podcast but my forearms are red my nose is totally red i got a drinker's nose uh from sun and it's insane how i'm exhilarated after this tahoe trip but i'm also sort of exhausted
1: so people bit. are listening to the recap show of the Tahoe trip. Yeah, that's
2: right. Do we need to fill that in?
1: (laughs) You know, just maybe let people know what we're talking about here. Yeah. Or else do you, do you often hang out in Chris Whittingham's uh, room?
2: Well, you know, we don't (laughs) want to get into that. You know, Chris and I are pretty tight, but uh, no, we're good. But uh, yeah, this is the Greg Cody show with Greg Cody and Chris Whittingham and Chris Cody right now. And um, I already pipped
1: you
3: for for billing. Second billing now. Christ.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, you know, we can change that. How many beers
1: have you had? Oh, this is my second (laughs) I mean, are you kidding me? You just seem like... Did you eat a gummy?
3: We're in we're in Nevada. What state are we in? This is confusing. We're in Nevada, I right. I'm sorry, Nevada. Yeah, okay, that's a whole I, I've already gotten to the. I've gotten <laughs> to an argument with the people of Nevada about this. It's Nevada to me with the soft day. Uh,
2: I, I have to say,
3: but uh, no, I have not had a gummy.
2: Um, <laughs> I'm experienced with gummies because your your mother and I uh, went to Colorado uh-huh. a couple of summers ago, and we did. Uh, you know, foray. T- must have taken a wrong turn. Nice. We found ourselves into a little... Did medicinal... you guys just do gummies or did
1: you like partake in the... Uh...
2: Actually, they weren't gummies. You know what they were? They were tiny little cookies. They looked like mm. um Oreo cookies. Like a Grandma Smith cookie? E- e- well, they were very tiny. They were like the size of a quarter. And? And, and I'm thinking, it's such a small cookie. I mean, you know, so I'm a ingesting a couple instead of just one. And, man... It, it was the the i mean you should have probably had a half a cookie to start exactly <laughs> yes because let's just say that you know back in the day this is a long time ago okay when i actually smoked recreationally yeah. um it was shit weed
1: she yeah exactly yeah. and um you know so you smoked a whole joint to get yeah. high wow we're going i was like thinking this was gonna be a drive-by but you're staying here like well I
2: mean, and you know i just want to <laughs> mention yeah i don't know how we get off on this track
1: <laughs> Let's get back on track, right. Jack. You know, come on. No, I, I, want, to, I want to know what the experience no, was. No, I, I know. Like, you're right. Like I'm just surprised you're doing this. I'm liking it. Keep going. What did you experience after eating the gummy? Yeah.
2: It, it was the first time in years, honestly, that I had had uh, the experience of THC, I guess it's called. And um, my experience was that I was talking a mile a minute. Uh, your mother and I went to a restaurant. We probably ordered nineteen appetizers. I don't remember, but <laughs> so stereo. What our, <laughs> such a stereotype. I know it really is. But what I
1: remember is that, um, yeah, just you like, can get chatty sometimes. I was oh yeah. my god! I was like chatty on mind racing. You're like I got. Th- I'm so interesting right now.
2: Oh yeah, right. Yeah, whatever, whatever <laughs> I
1: say, it's just so delightful. I'm gonna keep saying it. You know, and it was just uh, awful in a way. So but, like, uh, all right, I'm just gonna bef- before you share way too much, yeah, because like, Lord knows the p- the life you've lived. Uh, <laughs> right I, i'm just really sad i'm really like this this trip was so much fun and we're recapping it while we're still in it so this right. is like a little odd um we're recording this on the hell day is this thursday evening right uh, friday evening damn it oh friday is it friday we played yeah, on right. thursday yeah it's friday see that's what i mean it's been so, so fun so much fun and we leave tomorrow and i'm a little just like i i'm i love this place and i want to live here
2: yeah other than losing about three hundred dollars in the casino last night <laughs> Uh, I, too, love this place. I can't relate. Oh, man. Oh, God. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) You guys got to tell as much as you want to tell because... I mean, I I think we should probably... What do you think here? I mean, I'd be happy to tell the story. I'm down to, too. I just like, you know, I was just thinking if we should say, you know, sometimes my dad gets mad at me when I save stuff for the big show.
2: Well, first uh, of all,
1: I want to say this, and I said this earlier (laughs) to you. When people who win big at gambling
2: sort of not brag, but just describe... The winning big yeah. at gambling. Those of us who do not
1: win big at gambling, <laughs> yeah, we're like rolling around. But what happened like, to me oh was God. interesting. It wasn't just like we won in gambling. Do you even remember? Did I you- do remember. Yeah, don't incriminate the uh, person who's full no paw I feel like uh, we, was yeah. a windfall for you. All right, we can just basically, you know what, we're doing this. What's I doing? was at the casino with Chris Whittingham having some blackjack, and. Chris Whittingham, I want to let you tell this story because I yeah. I, I, will, I feel like you'll do it better than I will. <laughs>
3: okay. So, a, an unnamed casino in Lake Tahoe. Yes. Right. So, it actually begins earlier on in the evening where I sat down by myself to play blackjack. Oh, yes. And I w- experienced a cooler arriving at my blackjack table and taking my money for five consecutive hands. <laughs> it's actually the one area in which I'm a bit like superstitious and not like purely data and numbers based. Yeah. Right. And so. I got up and left, and I said, "I'm not. I'm not sitting a at A new table dealer where any coolers. That's what happened. So, yeah, so a new dealer came in, slaughtered me, and so I got up and left. Slaughtered me. And so I go to another table. Chris and I sit sit yes. down and start playing, Ugh. and I'm kind of treading water, playing the minimum, twenty five dollars a hand, mm-hmm. win some, lose some, double, make double, miss, right, and then. <laughs> Chris becomes I, I guess he's an impatient gambler. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know this about Chris. Yes. He's an impatient gambler. Yeah. And so he's raising his bet, raising his bet, raising his bet until he's down to his last seventy five dollars. Raising it. Bets the seventy five dollars yeah. on the last hand. Wow. And That's so it. he gets a twenty. Uh it's good, feeling great about good, the twenty. Good feeling, and I'm and I I'm very self conscious because I don't want to be sat there by myself. I also don't like for my friends to have bad gambling experiences. Yeah. I don't like for anyone at the table right. to have bad gambling Let's experiences. All Let's all win. <laughs> and so he said he sat on twenty, and the dealer flips over a twenty-one. Right. And um, not, so I'm, not, I'm, not a regular one, not twenty one. Yeah, no, like, it was like four two, card twenty-one. Yeah. It was like eight three six four. I know I remember exactly. Really? Eight three, six, eight three six four. Anytime you get eight three, yeah. It have to be eight three. I don't know four, if it was four, in that six. order. Yeah, yeah. Like Either way, yeah. So I'm I'm sad because I'm yes. I'm losing Chris, right? I've got a I'm gonna keep playing blackjack, yeah. but it's not gonna be the same. Yeah. Right. And so I look over at third base where Chris is sitting, <laughs> and Where'd he's you? he's being his chips are doubling. She just paid me. She paid out,
1: despite the fact
3: that Chris lost.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And I almost, like, started to say something because, like, I was thinking that I looked at hers wrong. So I was like, I'm an idiot. I thought you had, oh, you do have 21. I need to shut up. Like, it was, like, one of those things where I just was assuming that I was wrong. And then it hit me mid-sentence Oh, this dealer's wrong. I just wow. got paid, so I shut the hell up and it was just we were laughing about it the rest of the night. Right. No, I couldn't <laughs> it, I, oh could, I couldn't look at
3: Chris for 10 minutes. I couldn't look at him cuz I would burst out laughing until the dealer left and then we kept referring to the dealer by name as like our good luck charm. Of Chris parlayed that oh. into several oh, hundred oh, I mean, dollars profit. We I mean, we And then and then, and then the table became red oh. hot. And so,
1: so witty Wh- cashed in for a bunch of money. I Went from I was supposed to be at zero to we're walking to the cage like what the hell just happened? Like yeah. it was just an epic two hours after a hilarious mistake by a dealer. And and
2: to put that in perspective,
1: and I'm not an expert on things Vegas and Tahoe uh, and Casino, but that like never happens. Right. Where uh, the dealer makes that kind of an error. I would imagine they're human. I would imagine every table has one of those a night at least. Really? Right. There's a lot of. Hands yeah, I see. I see.
3: Mistake, but like usually the dealer will catch it by the time yes. she's ready to play, he or she is ready to play yes, or the somebody, next hand, right? right. Or somebody or, or like somebody will make, so make honestly, a noise. Right? Honestly, I would have turned myself in. You mother, oh, <laughs> you no, no, mother. Really? no I'm, I'm not really? trying to judge. I'm not, I'm not passing judgment. That's just I, who I am. Say. no, no, no. I'm serious. I have never. <laughs> I know you wow. said. I, know I have you, been. I, know, I have been paid yeah. out before on hands that I didn't win, and I say I'm sorry. I didn't win that. Wow. And I'm, I'm, I'm really not trying to cast aspersions. That's just who I am, mm-hmm. right? Like, right. I, like, I am hardwired to do things like yeah. that. No, you're the kind of person with an ironing board in his hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what is that do? Why is that so surprising to you?
1: Describe. I come into the dad. Most people iron their close like this is a you thing usually i'm usually i'm down for like you know making fun of whittingham but like this is just a you thing no i'm sorry
2: it isn't we're gonna (laughs) let the listener decide i come into the chalet de whittingham it's a hotel room (laughs) and the first thing i see is an ironing board with an active iron on it i don't know if it's active no it's It's probably not okay but i personally have never ironed i I don't know how to turn on an iron ever ever never
3: that's impossible. I have
2: never ironed a shirt. What do you iron? Just shirts, right? Is
3: I know yeah, you can you can you can iron like I have like uh, khaki style pants in there so I'll, you can iron those they really? come on nice and pressed. Are they khaki pressed. style or are they khaki? more a khaki style. They're like they're chinos but they look like khakis. Okay. Is that what I would call cargo shorts or no? No. When did the when did the iron like were
1: was was Nana ironing your clothes? Like when did an iron come around? What were people I associate doing? irons yeah. with the 50s and 60s. So they like, were there around then. Yeah, like what a what a device those probably were then.
3: So like, it was probably. So impressive. Greg, are you basically just admitting that you've never worn an iron shirt? Like, right? I don't think I, I have. I'll admit that since I've been married. The iron was invented in 1882. <laughs> All right, so was I, coincidentally.
1: <laughs> but uh, no, I've never
2: ironed a shirt, literally. But
1: how was it? Like, was a uh, when did electricity come around? I feel like I'm having a moment here because like. Was was it? Did people iron it says without the electric iron? Oh, per the, the iron. it's it's
3: it's per a U.S. patent number no, two hundred fifty nine
1: thousand
2: and fifty four. Yeah, I'm surprised irons are things in hotel rooms. It's like the Gideon Bible, where it's like required by law you have to have an iron. In I don't know hotel if it's room. required
3: by law, but I I would definitely say that I was thinking on my way over. I really hope, like actually, the iron was the first thing I looked for in this room. Really? Yeah, because. You know, for for going like we're yeah. we're gonna go play blackjack, yeah. and I want to make sure that you know everything is pressed and looking good. Wow. Yeah, nice. The first thing I look for is um, a hair dryer. Really, see, yeah. you you dry yeah. your hair? See, yeah. this is a see we're
1: we're we're getting onto something here. That is what you do is way more strange than what he does. Really, he is as a you know I know in 2021 I don't want to be offensive to like women and men and, and like he he's a man and he blow dries his hair. Like my wife blow dries her hair a lot. I don't ever blow dry my hair. I just think it's rare for a man to every time he
3: gets out of the shower, blow dry his hair. And that is what Greg Cody does. So, I no, I though no, it's fairly common amongst people who style their hair particularly with drier product. Are right? you so a, you do it? No, I okay. don't try because I use a wetter product, so okay. I don't need it. Right. But like if I w- if I were trying to like use I a mat yeah. or, or something like that, I would probably try and blow dry my hair. Okay. I don't own a hair dryer, but actually I, I looked at it, I was like, yeah, maybe maybe on this trip, I'll give it a go. I, I yeah. didn't. But I don't I don't think that's especially odd. I, I think that it's an
1: but older it's, person. I think back in like which we've t- I've had this conversation with my mom and she says that back
3: in the eighties it was very common. But were were, were blow time. dryers new? Like, like, did you experience the advent of the of the hair dryer? Um, this was actually covered on a recent mystery crate, by the way. This conversation.
1: I've always used a hair dryer. You know, I I don't know why. I think part of it is the timing. I don't want
2: to wait. What am I going to wait forty minutes for my hair to? Well, no, you I throw mean. a towel on it. And I throw like, a towel on it. You
1: you you give a you give your hair like a the good scrubbing with the towel. Yeah, scrubbing. No, like like the good, like you don't know what I'm talking about? That's no, how you do with the towel. It's how you dry your hair. Not that's really. how I dry my
2: hair. All right, listen. I want to turn <laughs> I wanna <laughs> turn to golf.
1: Yeah, we should. Okay. I do because... I was actually gonna do a segue when you guys were talking about irons of right. saying speaking of irons, oh, Marty like Fish it. thinks I should get new irons
3: and we talked to him in this episode. Can I briefly hijack the show and ask the question? Would you have done what Chris did at the blackjack table? and accept the free he money that you didn't earn it. i think i would have are yeah. you someone who like i'm still would, not positive would, for example, that you would have like like do you like maybe not not rationalize stealing but like for instance like if something something gets stolen from a walmart do you go you, they don't need the money i, I feel well, like that's someone who like you feel like you sound like you seem like someone who would say that
2: i think there is that rationalization and so also, now i'm stealing no i guess no, i
3: stole no no damn it
2: look
1: no you
3: no, I don't say, think you did. Why made you someone coming? Error. You didn't say this to
1: me one time last night, and you just—I <laughs> well, was having too much. Me. I was having
3: too much fun. Okay, uh, I feel like a bad person now. No, I still—it's still a great anecdote, and yeah. I still had an immense amount of fun, and I have no regrets about it because I am someone who's like, all right, casino—the entire thing is built upon taking advantage of games that yeah. are in the house's yeah. favor. So you know what? Yeah. Sometimes when the house like I watch, so why are you justifying it and saying you wouldn't do it? Because just, I'm just you're I'm exceedingly just such a, honest, you're just such a good person. No, I'm not trying to seem like a good person. I'm just saying that's how it's who I am. That's how I have, am. I will oh, actually say
1: on. having traveled, because you do kind of learn about people when you travel with them, right? Because I've always thought yeah. of Chris Whittingham as just a, a, a very kind, like so nice. But I've learned on this trip, and it's a trait that I wish I was better at. That he has some firmness to him. If you like, if he feels like you know, like at a restaurant when we felt like when we got a bad sports TV situation, yeah. you
3: were quick to you know. Mm-hmm. tell them hey it's, we, it's the finals it should be on every tv <laughs> like yeah i had, started I had, managing I had, I had the restaurant go, yeah i had to go at the at the person who sat us at the restaurant because yeah. there was like a yankees sea uh, almost called them seahawks a yankees mariners yeah. game on i'm like the nba finals is on she's like we like
1: the- to have a lot of different sports on it was yeah. like- a
3: completely ridiculous reason because they eventually changed the television so <laughs> oh, almost yeah, entirely did. nba finals did. with one tv with the spelling bee on yes
2: a spelling i joined yes. you guys a little bit late the f- right in front of me yeah is a
1: spelling bee yeah. there's an nba finals on there's mlb on spelling but that bee. T- what i was getting to is that is i guess you yeah. just being like i got to be honest with how i feel right now as yeah. a person so like hey go. I, I i respect it my i, I kind of feel like an asshole now well I'm, my I'm attitude would be and i don't know what the casino was was it i don't even know we were set so many casinos in okay. lake tahoe right um
2: you're not stealing but you're taking advantage of a corporation that can afford the loss. Okay. Yeah. If I'm having dinner at your house, Chris Whittingham, I'm not gonna steal a salt shaker. But if I'm eating lunch at McDonald's, you steal a salt shaker? And I'm like restaurant? this is a beautiful plastic <laughs> salt shaker. Oh my God. You know what? I'm just gonna put it in my pocket. I love how
1: I'm like mad about yeah, you that's like a, a like a 50 cent crime. <laughs> right. And McDonald's yeah, I stole like $300. three McDonald's <laughs> or 150. Or right. Whatever. They
2: can afford it. It's McDonald's. I'm not stealing from an individual. I am you're from an entity, right? From an entity, from a corporation.
1: I actually one time when we I won I, I cashed at a poker tournament and the poker tournament overpaid me and I went home with too much money and I went back to that casino uh like a week later and they like had me on like they like saw me and a security guy came up to me. It was wow. like, "Hey, like we know that you overpaid here. If you want to keep playing here, you got to like return the money." And I was like, "Okay." wow <laughs> <laughs> i was like 18 this was like when i was like first able to play poker and yeah. i was like playing tournaments all the time but nobody does that right what uh, what you did goes back to the casino well i just kind says i guess you I gave should, me too much you, money no 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 you weren't you weren't listening to me i'm saying i got overpaid at the tournament left with too much money came back i honestly right. t- in my defense i it was like a wad of money at a casino i'm not gonna be counting the lady i put it in my pocket i noticed it in the car i didn't notice it like when she was right. counting but. I went back weeks later to that tournament, or just to play another tournament at that casino, and they like had like me on some sort of watch where somebody saw That's me hilarious. in security, and a security guard came up to me. It was like, "Hey, we overpaid you by like it was like a thousand dollars extra." Wow! And they were like, "If if you want to keep playing here, you have to pay." Okay, that so what back. you're and saying? I did. What you're saying now is that you have a history of doing this in <laughs> <at> casinos. <laughs> like I said, I didn't realize that until I got back in the car. But yes, I mean, I was. It's a bank error in my favor. Exactly. I had trust me. I was not up. On this experience, like even with no. like, last night, like I am down. Okay, I'm not like this is not oceans eleven over here. You know what I love about the
2: bank error in your favor when you're playing Monopoly. The bank error in your favor is literally fifteen dollars. What do you mean? When you have uh, an orange card,
1: a community oh, card it's like whatever. I thought you meant an actual bank error. Oh, no. you're saying when you get that they give you the card that says right? bank
2: error in your favor is fifteen dollars. What an yeah. odd yeah amount. Yeah, we're getting sidetracked here. Yeah, because I so want to talk about this uh, week in Tahoe. Uh, it seems like a week, even though it was just a few days. Um, I don't want to start at an emotional spot, but I, to me, there was a father-son vibe to it that uh, we don't do that much. I mean, you've got your own family now. You know, We don't take family vacations anymore that much. And and so the, the past couple of days, um, being able to play golf with you have been special to me.
1: I've just really enjoyed it. Agreed. Yeah, having a kid is like, you know, you don't get to do as much shit. So it's like golf has kind of been that and to take this kind of trip. Yeah, how's this feeling? This is a moment we're having right here. I'm like honored to be in the presence (laughs) of it. (laughs) I mean, it is. I know, and look at me. I always have to like cut it with a joke. Like I'm such an asshole. I should have stayed in it a little longer, I think. No,
2: that's fine. uh, But
1: But you're right. No, to be to to get back into it and to bring it back at you. I totally agree. That's why like I posted that picture. I wanted to take that picture like no i like, love that photo it's such in this place i mean to because oh we i've always said we need to take golf trips and yeah. like to, to, the, they're all going to be shit from this like we need, just need to keep coming back here because yeah i mean dude this is like i know i keep saying it and then, like we did a local hour with the levitard show or like the whole time i was just like freaking out about like how gorgeous it is but it's just like it is
3: breathtaking like, yeah, and, and the unfortunate bit is that it, like it doesn't photograph Like It's both unfortunate, it doesn't, and fortunate. That, and it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. It's, it's, it's not that it doesn't photograph well. It's, it's that the it's spectacular. Right, yes. and these were I can unveil, the photos are just like a nice right, photo. Right, right, exactly. It looks right. like a postcard. Like I can unveil my full thesaurus of language and not do it justice. Yes, every turn, like today we found a new one. Yes. We were we were walking down yes. 18, following watching, Charles Barkley. Yeah, Barkley, we we're yes. watching Charles Barkley, and in between two trees, where we're kind of looking at him. Is like, oh look, there's another. I was like, incredibly picturesque <laughs> yeah. view and, of and Lake had, Tahoe. Yeah, another postcard. goodness me! It was so hey, no. so valid though, so warranted, <laughs> and and. For me it's one of those things where I actually think it's kind of cool that in the social media age there are a couple of things that are only justified by seeing them in person. Right. I actually think like another one not to get too kind of uh, naturalistic about it is the moon. The yes. moon does not photograph well, but that kind of incentivizes you like to appreciate I'm having this very raw human moment yeah. of appreciating like everywhere I turn, yes. the view from my room, everywhere on the golf course is just
1: gorgeous. Yes, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah,
3: and and um,
1: so much... We got to go to the moon now. That's what I was just thinking after that. <laughs> Take me to the moon. This right. It would probably be sick.
2: Um, but it, it, if I recount just a few of the things that stood out this weekend, we're in that um, uh, players meeting oh, uh, hmm. Wednesday.
1: Man, that players meeting. I mean, it was just... Uh, what was the size of that room? What by what? Oh, I gosh. mean, maybe we shouldn't say because of the COVID world, but whatever. It was. A, it wasn't that large of a room, and we got like an hour cocktail hour before they started the official thing of just a 50 what was it 50 of like oh, some least. of the biggest celebrities yeah. just mingling and you get to see them in that world like who are the popular ones of the celebrities right. who aren't and it was just like we were all kind of in there with
3: our like you know just who oh, who's that who's that for me it was total imposter syndrome oh, yes. like oh I, can, I, yeah like i trying to see like you should so, be so who what do i say yes. and I, I spent the whole weekend going when charles barkley and uh, and Larry yeah. the Cable Guy are on the golf course. What do they talk about? Right. And right. And, th- and that was kind of like my feeling in that room was like, if I was to pull DeMarcus Ware aside, right. what would I say to him? Right. And I completely receded into a shell because I complete imposter syndrome to be in that room. I want to talk to Robbie Gold right now, but I have nothing to
1: say. I don't know what yeah. to say.
2: Well, at one point, I see Basketball Hall of Famer Ray Allen talking to future Football Hall of Famer Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. And I said to Stu What do they have in common? What are they talking about? And he's like, golf. Yeah. Because all of these guys. Money.
1: Money. I mean, you know, over there's Jerome Bettis. Over there's, uh, you know, Greg Maddox. I mean, thank God they had a magician because that was my way to like fake my way into like standing next to Greg Maddox and like watching a magician. And then after the trick, looking over and being like, huh, that was crazy. Yeah. And then yes. Kevin Nealon, I know I told this story on the, you know, I'm in reruns now, but Kevin Nealon coming up and smacking me on the arm. Like right. I was like, for like a brief 10 minutes, I was in a circle around a magician with Kevin Millar, Tim Wakefield, Greg Maddox, Tom Glavin. And it was just like, maybe are we supposed to be saying all these? I mean, they were all in the tournament. Like, this yeah, isn't of course, like, but, but my, it was just like, you know, epic. My favorite part of that couple of hours was,
2: uh Justin Timberlake Owning probably the probably the biggest star in the room for me because yeah he is That's I don't think true. yeah I don't think Patrick Mahomes was there
3: no. um but but, he, he, but Justin Timberlake but is a think, much bigger yeah, star. Oh, than much big, anyway. even if Mahomes is there, he's, like, right. by eons the biggest yeah, star. But, but, maybe, but, maybe Canelo actually just because I was just
1: going to say, well I would like to do a rankings
3: of that, just because to, of internet we're just talking about international yeah. appeal, right? If we're like, talking about Mexico then Canelo. No, but also like, he's like immensely famous in the boxing world. And the boxing right. world I think is more international than the American football world is.
1: Canelo is one of the Steph Curry maybe at this point, but you're right, that's not on Justin Timberlake and Canelo.
3: But but
2: here's Justin Timberlake. Dressed in a in a reggae t shirt, ratty reggae t shirt, he was uh, his natural self. I felt, yeah,
1: he's not worried about. It. There's no TMZ in the room, and but, uh, now there is because we're talking about it. <laughs> okay, <but laughs> we're literally doing what he was like, kind of like free of. Okay, but right, we're we're now exposing the <laughs> real just Justin Timberlake. I don't want to like bash him. He was just no, fun. I'm doing the opposite of
2: bashing right. him. Uh, I, I love the fact that he was at ease and being himself. At one point, he breaks into YMCA. Justin yeah. Timberlake, right behind me, over yeah. my shoulder, is singing YMCA. I'm like, what a cool moment. Yeah. It's just a cool moment. A moment. Exactly.
3: And, and uh, you know, we survived we should, an earthquake. Yeah. I mean, my, that was I my mean, first career earthquake. It was crazy. That's actually, I mean, I don't know. Thankfully, everything is okay. That's kind of cool that before you go, you, ha- you have an earthquake, right? I, I thought, the is same everyone thing, right? okay? Like, are we firm- confirmed on that? There's like no. Oh, um, I-, I should probably Google Let's that. Let's Google but... this
1: in real time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we
3: know. we
2: obviously got the aftershock, but right. I had never experienced anything like that. I didn't experience
1: it. So yeah, I just got, I outside. walked in the room, I was FaceTiming with my kid, and I walked back in the room, and they were all like, an earthquake just happened, and the, it shook, and a plate broke. And for a second there, I was like, you guys are f-ing with me. No.
2: It, the whole thing lasted, I would say, five to seven seconds, but. I'm sitting under a giant chandelier. I'm like, "Whoa." You know, I I better move. I mean, I didn't know I didn't know how to react.
3: That yeah, I mean, that was kind of the feeling from all of us cuz we're a bunch of Florida people who <laughs> we're, 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 we're hurricane, hurricane people. Right. We have no experience with this. And so I think we all kind of had the same realization, which was is this what an earthquake is like? Right, yeah. That's what an earthquake is like. We're in an earthquake. A small one, and obviously, then, the and aftershock. Like, what well, you guys? And well, I know it wasn't
1: small, but what it was, you guys It was felt, a 6.0. But from what you guys felt, that that's like, you know, right? Right. Like, that's not, like, that's no, the minor. Yeah, no. Like, that's... Yeah, it's not the room tilts. But still, right, it's right. an unbelievable occurrence. I mean, I... Was Absolutely. there was there a moment was it all just cuz I wasn't there so I can interview about this was it like what the hell's going on like or was there genuine fear of like is this building about to collapse or was it did it happen so fast that it was just kind of like oh this is odd I feel yes. like
3: if 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 the building was about to collapse, it would have felt so stronger. there was no real fear. Like you guys weren't like Well, no, I think the only thing is you're you're fearing things falling from the ceiling, which is right. why you mentioned the chandelier. Yeah, like yeah. If, if things get bad enough, like a couple of plates fell off a table, right? I yeah. think on a less stable surface, that's one thing. But you don't know I, I don't know the strength of earthquake it requires in order to knock down right. a chandelier.
2: But yeah. but when the room is literally shaking and you see it
3: move and then you that hear that has to be scary. I feel like and I then you sh- hear
2: plates break. I mean, yeah.
3: for me, it was honestly more down than up that I was kind of fearing. I felt my feet moving. Right. I felt the chair moving, oh, wow. and I felt like my whole body shifting from side to side. Yeah. And it was just such a
2: bizarre feeling. It really was. And hopefully, wherever the origin of it was, we're good. One of my favorite things about this weekend was getting to meet Marty Fish, who I'd never met before. Uh, I know Stu Goss knew him a little bit. Um, I know he won this tournament last year. He's a great former pro tennis player who's now a pretty damn great golfer. Uh, but just a joy to be around. He really made Thursday's round fun. I mean, he was great. He he gave me putting tips. I mean, he was just fantastic. And uh, here's a chat with him. We're here with Marty Fish, the reigning champion of the American Century Championship, and um, he's looking for another championship, a back-to-back title. Uh, but before we talk about that, uh, Marty, uh, you played golf on Thursday with myself and Christopher and Stu Gatz. Uh, and uh, I, w- I want you to talk about how just awfully terrible uh, we are as a group. You know what? I, th- I
1: thought Stu Gatz was going to be a little better than yeah. He talks a big game. Yeah, he plays a lot too. His hands you know? are very nervous. He plays a lot. That's the, the thing: is he plays so much that he should be better. Because, like, yeah. if you're a guy like like me, I don't play a lot, so I'm good, but I also hit bad shots. Stugatz plays the amount that he should be a lot. Yeah, better. he should be a lot better. It means and, he's probably uh, hard headed yeah. and like gets these lessons and then just does his own thing. I was very surprised at his <laughs> at his level,
2: Marty. Let's uh, reel it back to me. Um, I want to um, I want you to relive my 35 foot putt, which is now a 45 foot putt. <laughs> yep.
4: by the way. Um I thought it was at least fifty feet. I mean, it was long. Yeah, it, was a long it took time. forever for that thing to go in. It I mean did. it was like you hit it, I turned around, did a couple spins, a couple jumping jacks, right. and the next thing I know it's halfway there. That's right. So I mean it was at least fifty, maybe sixty feet. It never left the middle of the hole, too. It didn't. I mean it didn't. Thank God we had the pin in, but uh but uh it didn't it didn't leave the middle. How was, were the
1: how were the greens yesterday for us in terms of like like the fastest you've seen them to the slowest you've seen them Uh
4: ever? they'll be faster a little bit faster today and then tomorrow they'll probably be the fastest of the week. Okay. You got to remember like most of us out here Stink. Yeah. You know, so like they can't put these things at like a 13 or a 14. Right, yeah, like glass. And, uh, and the court, you know, and with the altitude, the course plays play, play is fairly short. Mm-hmm. Um, and so mm-hmm. the defense is the greens. Yeah. And they make them real fast. And they're, I mean, but, you know, it's pretty rare to come out here. And, I mean, they put this is like a PGA Tour level type. Course in terms of like man, you know how it's manicured yeah. and everything, and and the speed of the greens and stuff. So it's kind of fun to play like that every once in a while.
2: Marty, can you analyze Christopher's game because he's playing with fifty-year-old clubs? They're yeah. persimmon yeah. woods. Um,
1: what does he I was online last night looking for clubs. I'm telling it.
4: you, like, I think it. persimmon woods would be better than what you've got. <laughs> Honest to God. You should play with some I, hickory sticks and some and some and some persimmons.
1: After I after you guys gave me shit the whole round, I was like listening back to the contact. It's like it doesn't even sound that good when I hit it. Like I need new clubs.
4: Yeah. Like it's just, no, you've got the bubble bertha like big bertha <laughs> bubble thing as a three wood, dude. That's legitimately forty years old. <laughs>
1: I don't know, man. I just I don't play plan. Nineteen eighty-five. Expensive
4: these clubs, man. They are expensive, but you know what you can do is you have got this huge platform. I know. That's you what know I'm just a couple that's drops of, for today. a couple drops of uh, of TaylorMade. You know specifically my, the guy that hooks me up big time, Eddie Yorkmanis from, yes. from TaylorMade. Yes, right. TaylorMade Eddie Urkmanis from TaylorMade. Yes, TaylorMade. TaylorMade is great. I love and Taylor we love May. Eddie and we love TaylorMade. I am right. So big I mean, if you Taylor just want to. And Eddie Eddie. Eddie, and, Eddie and TaylorMade. I mean, I'm sure they'll send you something nice. <laughs> it was TaylorMade, right? It was TaylorMade, and his name's Eddie Urkmanis. Oh, man. Um, Marty, I want to ask you about uh, tennis versus
2: golf, because sure. you had plenty of highlights in tennis. You were the ATP number one ranked player for a while. You won a bunch of tournaments. Now, what, you're self-deprecating. what you, you don't give yourself enough credit here, but on um, whatever this is, this Celebrity Am Tour or whatever, you do Nailed very it. well. You do very well. What... Do you get out of uh, golf that perhaps you didn't get out of tennis? Besides money,
4: um, yeah. Look, uh, uh, it gives us another platform. Certainly, since we retired, or since I retired, a lot of these guys have retired out here. Um, it gives us something to compete at. I mean, it's there's really the the one thing that I really miss about tennis or playing, you know, playing sport and these guys playing sport is when you leave the court, when I left the court and I won that feeling of like winning and beating someone and walking off the court and, thousands of people watching and, and, you know, you're going into the media or whatever, you're just going underneath and, you know, it's a lot of hard work and sacrifice to get to where you, where, where that is. And I know we play a lot of matches, um, and we play a lot of tournaments throughout the year, but there's no feeling like winning and leaving the court as a, as a winner, um, on that specific day. And so that feeling I'll never get ever again, um, this is as close as it comes, you know. Playing like with us yesterday, playing with you guys, yeah, sure. and, yeah, and, yeah, and you know, finishing like. uh, finishing fiftieth or so <laughs> in the pro am. I have no finish? idea. Yeah. Not not number one. I tell you that. <laughs> we had but, we did uh, good on the back
3: night. Yeah, no, we had a good back night. Thanks so much. But uh, feet, you know, put. we'll get that.
4: We'll get that. Uh, we get a little bit of that feeling. But yeah. that that's kind of the one thing you know you miss as a as a professional athlete is this that winning sensation or that winning feeling of of putting everything out there, all the sacrifices to win. What's
1: the end game for you with this? Champions Tour. Like, like, come on. I don't know, man. It's I mean, that's 11 years away. Yeah, um, Not even important. i only goals, though. but like, I'm that's not like, counting
4: at all, 4, 000, but like, it's 11 days. Yeah. It's 11 years, 12, uh, three months and 14 <laughs> weeks. Uh, my kids will be older mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, look, I, I'd love to do something like that. I've never taken golf very seriously since I was 15 since i was 14 mm-hmm. uh once i when i was 15 i went to from vero beach to tampa florida to just do tennis and so i was doing a uh, competitive baseball and and competitive golf and and tennis when i was growing up to that age and i had to sort of go one direction um uh, uh not the musical group but uh <laughs> but uh one direction in terms of yeah. my sport and uh and so you know so i put that on the put everything else on the back burner and just did tennis and right. so um so I don't know. I mean, I, I've never taken it seriously. I don't know if I'd play if I played more. Maybe I'd be worse. Right. I don't know. I mean, I yeah. don't. I, the, I don't play a lot. I probably play twenty times a year, and all of those are here and in Orlando when there's the other. It's annoying sort how good of you are for how, like how rare you But are. I don't. I don't get any better. <laughs> yeah. And it just doesn't seem like I get it necessarily any worse. I just need to play a little bit. My putting's a little off when I don't
1: play. Did you say you grew up in Vero Beach? Uh huh. My dad's parents lived there, so like growing up, that's we would make the two-hour trip up to Vero Beach. Everything closes there at like 5 p.m. Yeah, yeah. That's why I go that's to bed thoughts. early. I'm <laughs> just
4: I'm I'm locked into a uh, 5 p.m. dinner, and now with the kids, I'm yeah. 5 p.m. dinner. I'm yeah. I'm perfect. Vero Beach is perfect for me.
2: Marty, um, we we played around with you Thursday, and and you made it so enjoyable for us. And it was obvious um, during those four hours that you're genuinely a fan of the Levitard
4: show. And yes. I wonder
2: how did that happen? Like, how did you discover the show? Uh,
4: that's a good question. Um. I was a fan of Dan specifically, just like his, like sort of the professionalism of of what he does you know he's yeah. as good as it gets yeah. uh, in terms of interviewing athletes or you know people in general um he's and an he's incredible fat. interviewer yeah. big guy he was actually less fat than i anticipated when i <laughs> met him in person and he was a lot taller it's quite a compliment and he was a lot <laughs> yeah. taller i yeah. told him that too i said dan you're less fat than i yeah. thought you were um, he must no. get
2: that a lot by the way
4: <laughs> but he's a uh, you know he's just he's phenomenal at what he does um so that i think that's how i sort of started and then um, Just sort of grew into the show on, you know, whether it's Mike Ryan yeah. and obviously you guys. And, I remember you coming like, to the studio a yeah, couple years ago. Yeah, and that was a highlight for me because, yeah. like, I'd never really seen the sort of the office or I guess it's How the not sausage really an made. office. Like yeah, and it's tight in there. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, if you guys are still there, I'm not yeah, sure, but, but it's tight in there. And we and have like, more you know, people yeah <laughs> Billy Guillermo or Billy yeah. Gill, you know, just sign of meeting everybody. And yeah, and yeah I mean, it's, I'm a big fan. I mean, I'm a, I am get the show. There yeah. you go. You were out here blanking it. Like, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was but great. I was doing a little too much. Though. No, that's, no, a, no, that's no. not. I'm telling yeah, you. That's, never that's, enough. Podcasting it. <laughs> that's
1: how you know you get the show,
4: though.
2: No, never enough. Uh, well, thank you again for joining us and and talking about my hundred
4: foot putt. Um, and uh, any predictions for this butt. weekend?
1: Like, we're gonna hell do this. Butt. Like you're not gonna guarantee any victory. No, I can't or... do that.
4: Whenever yeah. I whenever I guaranteed a match or a win in yeah. tennis, I lost literally every time. Yeah. Um, so I go the opposite way. I'm gonna finish yeah. like thirtieth here. And uh, my bet is screwed then. Anything above that's gravy. <laughs> All right, we're gonna be following you and
2: uh, trying to come up with a new cheer. Like when you sink a long putt. Let's say you sink uh, a putt that's ten feet or mm-hmm. longer. 10 feet. All of us are going to be there. We're going to we're going to be going like this as soon as the putt drops. Fish.
3: I like it. I'll keep it. We're, give you one, we're I'll give there.
4: you one that that was great uh, when I played tennis. Was uh, someone would yell out after I hit an ace they'd yell out got any aces and then the other <laughs> side would go
1: go fish. Ah, yeah, oh, playing, I like that. Fish. Yeah. Are so there any was, uh, uh, card puns in golf? Like, uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. I we'll spitball. The other we'll one was there. Marty. Go Marty with a D.
4: Ooh. Oh, mm-hmm. you get it like and that or D-Y yeah those two the first one was better than the second <laughs> one
1: but. yeah well it can't all be great <laughs> thanks for joining us man hey, my pleasure good do we look. get
4: our Emmy now or do we uh, it's still. in the mail yeah. we have to wait it's okay. in the mail yeah. you, you call, call. Yeah. thanks guys let's go.
2: Hey, cool cats, tired of suffering from prolonged virginity? Want to attract the kittens like a fancy lad? Well, a little dab will do you, and two will do you double. Brill Cream. Guys, put your hands on your tube and squeeze. Brill Cream.
0: Dabbing it. Brill Cream, a little dab will do you. Brill Cream, what's the matter to your Fancy lad must always look so never again. Brill Cream, a little dab will do you. Brill Cream. What's the matter to you? All the ladies love a lot with real Free. Free.
1: So, do you think I have a shot at getting Taylor May clubs? Because, like, I was like, I a, do. Like, it was a feeling I got during that interview, and I want to investigate that full heartedly. I
3: think Greg hit on something in speaking with Marty that is totally valid. Marty Fish is a legit fan of the show. Yeah. Like when he's out there on the thirteenth fairway shouting, driving it oh, yeah. t- towards Greg, I was like, "That's a fan yeah. of the show." Like yeah. unbelievable, yes. And so I think I think he'd be willing to put you in contact with. Yeah. I forget the name of the guy at TaylorMade. I'm gonna get his. I'm gonna text him. I I feel like I want to tell.
1: I, I feel like I struck up something with Marty. I wanted to yeah. tell him today that I got hit with a golf ball by Ray Romano, and I didn't have his number, Wait, so I what? need to get his number. Yeah, so that happened. Ah. This is if you are a fan of like the Levitard show and you know the show well, you might already know this. But Ray Romano is related to me through marriage. So, obviously, not actually related to me, but my wife's father is cousins with Ray Romano. And I've met him once and it was, he was awesome. He, his wife and daughter came to my wedding. He gave a very generous gift like, holy God. And, He's been so like I have only met him once and I've had like I met his wife a few times. We follow each other on Instagram, but him I've only met once. And so I've been this weekend nervous about a potential right. like Stu Gatz being next to me, pressuring me to like get him on the show. I've been real wanting to meet him, but not wanting to like pressure him to do content for us. And boy, did he do content for us <laughs> oh, <man>. without <laughs> even me needing to ask. Unbelievable. And I have like I want there's a note that I was just thinking, like, I want to get to something about this, that you you're actually the reason to blame for this. And credit to you for this because it's a good thing oh yeah yeah so let me just like so all right so basically we're on 17 which is a gorgeous hole on the beach it's the party hole people come up in their boats hundreds of boats right like and they're partying we're hanging out there we're at the t-box we're off to the right we're inside the ropes we're media we're just like we're sitting there we watch probably six or seven groups come by and you know charles barkley all just so much fun we are having a blast but I, i see on the thing ray romano is coming up in a couple holes. We have to stay like this will be we'll at least do a bit where I'm like nervous about seeing him, which I actually am. But we'll do it like we were like recording video right. as the video's out. So we were recording a video. So I'm planning to have probably no interaction with him. I'm planning to just like maybe wave at him at the tops. <sighs> and then he steps to the T. And at this point, this is where I'm going to give Chris Whittingham credit. I was kind of standing back and our camera guy was up on him because I was Mike so he could hear me and whittingham is just like no for this you got to move a little closer
3: right cuz the wow. the cuz the whole I didn't gag know that. the whole gag was we need chris to stand out from the crowd so that if ray romano looks towards the right and sees chris right. he now i believe who he kind of knows like cuz my father-in-law sent a picture of right. me to ray romano right. earlier
1: in the week and was just like hey Christy's husband will be out there and there was a, a he responded back like
3: oh like you know like that'd be cool and and so and so we needed that moment of truth for Ray Romano to lock eyes with Chris, yes, right? And be See like, him I stood know out you. from the crowd, right. like, oh, Chris, right? That's and what so, we hoping and for. And so that's right, why. Right. And so like him standing next to me does that no good, right? I mean, obviously yes. he looks far different than I do, right? But I kind of wanted him out there, like center stage, yes, and kind of in between where we were on the barricade and where Lewis, our videographer, yeah. was getting a good shot of Ray Romano yeah. for the whole thing. And so Chris has kind of stood off. Isolated on his own. Yeah. Now it's funny. Is I probably it, took like ten steps, like towards Ray Romano, like closer. In right. the aftermath of him getting hit, of course, the the tournament is concerned about liability. We all of a sudden get shoved back into yeah. a, a barricaded area Which where is, we yeah. were supposed to be, right. but no one was enforcing it because there wasn't a thought that maybe Ray Romano would hit a tee shot fifteen yards <laughs> oh to the God. right of a the seed, tee box. Though it was seed. awful. Yeah, it oh. was it was finned. It was sliced.
1: So if, it you, was haven't, right, yes, if right right you haven't yes, right to Chris Cody's. If leg. you haven't seen the video already, he drills me. He drills me, and then he just like gets embarrassed. So now he's walking over because that's what you do in golf. Like if you hit somebody, you go over, and so he's coming over to be gracious, and I'm so sorry. And I have like ten seconds. I'm like, oh my god, Ray Romano's coming over. I'm mic'd, so like it's not like I can be like just not. off. I'm like I know I'm mic, so I'm like, am I gonna do like art this? Am I gonna tell him I like I'm not telling him I'm mic? So I'm just so much is going through my head. So of course I chicken out and I don't tell him anything about <laughs> right. the content, who I am. I just like, he's like, are, Oh, are you sorry? Are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. Even though the adrenaline at the moment I was fine. Now my leg, like, look at this. Oh it's wow. Getting worse. And wow. Like, that is worse. the adrenaline has worn off and it, it hurts. Yeah. But he, he just, so we have a, he gives me a high five. We embrace it. Oh, a hug. Yeah. yeah. And then he mo- went about his day.
3: And, uh, well, to be fair, and, and you pointed this out and you're right. So, He's embarrassed, right? right? This is, you know, in front of a crowd. A lot of people are there. It's probably thinking, man, a lot of people saw the shot. I hit this guy. Yeah. He's also trying to figure out what because like. I he, can't go into actually, a minute.
1: I can't go into a minute thing to explain who I am. Yeah, he, actually, no time. he
3: actually kind of chipped the ball out of this bad spot. It was, like, behind, like, a speaker. Yes. And so he's just trying to get out from a hazardous area so that he can play that his That I kicked it too. I, in, I inadvertently, right. he inadvertently kicked, kicked, kicked the ball. totally
2: kicked To make it. his lie so worse he
3: after of like, he hit He, me. like, chips the ball a little bit so that he can get back into a place where he can continue on. But then his caddy comes over and is saying, no, if you take a one-club relief, well, no, whatever.
1: Like, no, he said to him, Chris kicked it inadvertently. So be- because he kicked it, you get to put it back there. So that's right. what he did. So he so, just re-hit.
3: Right, so... Good in candy. all of this, I imagine that Ray Romano. Isn't, like, this is not the high like, point this. No, round. there's so many things going through yeah. his head right. that
1: he'd probably just like, you know. I didn't want to add a layer to, by the way, I'm in your family through marriage. Right. Like, that yeah. just would have been a weird thing for me to whisper in his ear <laughs> av- as he's like apologizing. But you yeah. should have done it anyway. I know. I should have. Having said all of that, you're right. Because he probably would have. He, it probably would have cut the tension for him. It might have actually made it more enjoyable for him. Right. And he, like, we could have had a moment where we, we had, even for the cameras, like even if they're not like hearing what we're saying, like, where we're smiling and stuff. So it almost makes that moment seem better for him. Yeah. No, in it, hindsight. But it, in the moment, it, yeah. I was just terrified. It, because it, I'm trying to like, this guy is legitimately in my family, kind right. of. So I'm like, I don't want him to like, know me as the guy that, like, the only time I've met him, he's trying to use me for content and it, stuff. It did occur to but me. But he can't get mad at me because he literally hit me with a golf ball. Yeah. Like, I was never <laughs> going to get content with him unless he hit me with a golf oh, ball. Oh, yeah. No, you're the victim <laughs> there. You're
2: you're the victim. But it did occur to me, like, a minute later as he's walking up the
1: fairway, does he say to himself, the guy I hit, that, that do guy I was, know him? That, I mean, or maybe there's something of that, the, the picture – my my cousin sent me yeah. was a redhead like that, there's probably him? nothing of like <laughs> like but i don't know. i mean there's not a ton of redheads so like i like that thought, but i would imagine ray romano's a busy guy and that like he didn't put much thought like you know i i imagine he was waiting for me to come up to him as opposed to um yeah but i, I i'm cra- we need to get back to because we have another interview to get to and this might be the highlight witty you were there for this yes yeah so like this is like are the people gonna like this well
2: uh the 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 fifth guy we played with it was it was you and I and Sugats and Marty Fish and then the fifth guy was a guy named Philip Bailey and if you don't know the name if you've ever heard an earth wind and Fire song uh, you know Philip Bailey whether you think you do or not remember remember oh god oh I know. god I, oh yeah was, oh I can't why did you try? It. why did
1: you try then because it was <laughs> I just felt like I could pick you this, up on that. Though. This is a little teaser of what you might hear coming up. Do you do you attempt this in the in this interview to sing uh, or do you uh,
2: I don't attempt to sing, but I challenge Philip uh, Bailey to sing a song for me. And he does. It's that's fantastic. That's
1: a tease right there.
2: Yeah, it is a tease. So uh we enjoyed the heck out of Philip Bailey. Quiet guy, rock and roll hall of famer. I think he is. Even
1: if he isn't, he should be. <laughs> we'll let you know after the interview. That's right.
3: My, I'll use my recorder here. Really? Yeah, yeah, Oh, hey, terrific. This cool guy. Sound. Okay, right. <laughs> super.
0: Philip Bailey, lead singer, Earth, Wind & Fire. It's been a thrill to play golf with you. Well, first of all, sir, let me say it's an honor to meet you, your legend. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, what, what a great occasion to meet you on. It's fantastic.
2: It, it, the setting right now, it's indescribable. It's a beautiful place to be. Uh, we both had a great time playing golf. I don't know how we did on the final scoreboard, but we'll catch that soon. But... Um, what is the Earth, Wind & Fire song that everybody wants to hear that nobody in the group particularly
0: likes to play? There's got to be one.
2: There's got to be one.
0: <laughs> no, there's not. There's really not one that we don't like to play. And everybody wants to hear September, you know, and we have fun giving it to them. So, you know, there's no downside to it.
2: When you guys uh, redid, got to get you into my life, because most people don't do Beatles covers right. because they're the Beatles. Was that a controversy within the band when you guys no, did that? No,
0: no, we did that with uh, for the Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Heart Club Band movie. We were asked to do that, do it uh, from um, from the Beatles, uh, and uh, we recorded that in Colorado. and uh, And uh, they said that it's the best cover that they've that uh, anyone has done for it. Really? Us. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. That must have been a thrill to hear that. It really was. It, it really was. So it's it's always fun to do that song. It's a it's a crowd favorite.
2: Earlier in the round, I overheard uh, a lady come up to you and say how much you'd meant to her and how much the music had meant to her and all that. Um, you must hear that all the time, but it must still touch you a little bit to, to hear stuff like that from fans.
0: Well, it does. It's it's exciting and very uh, gratifying to know that, you know, your, your work, your body of work has contributed something positive to humanity. And... Uh, we wouldn't have known that we we'd be still in the game after 50 years, still touring worldwide and having a lot of fun. And so you know, we're we're actually just uh, participants of the beauty that's uh, rewarded to us at this point.
2: When uh, who did you guys consider to be your biggest rivals? Was it like the Ohio players? Like you know, back in the day, especially who who was like the 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 group where you looked at what they put out and you're like, we got to top that. Well, you
0: know what? Actually we were inspired a lot by Sly and the family stone ah, nice. yeah yeah i would say you know the the rest of the bands you know of course were complimentary and were very inspiring but slime i would have to say Sly and the family stone
2: phil bailey honor to meet you honor to play golf with
0: you meet you and play with you as well
3: drove me most holes but that's all right i love you anyway
0: okay (laughs) we have
3: fun. philip how do you celebrate the 21st day of september
0: well you know it's become uh (laughs) los angeles day of you know earth wind fire day and uh this character here i had stu is here i had a fantastic time playing uh riding in the cart with him and he's just you know just a delightful delightful guy
4: as are you sir Thank you. Uh, yes, um,
0: it was a thrill for me, for Greg,
4: for all of us to play with
0: you. And and and, and we worship. we've got to we've got to get down you guys' waist and uh, and uh, chop it up some. You know when we're down there playing music.
2: Uh, the Greg Cody Show podcast loves music, <laughs> and I'm going to ask you to just sing ten seconds of something, just anything. <laughs> just
0: just favor us with a little snippet. All right, come on, come on, Valerie. Body ah, oh. say do you remember? Body ah, yeah. that's in September. Body ah, oh. never was a cloudy day. All
2: right, you're slaying those high notes.
3: Earth, Wind, and Fire were indeed inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Whew. There you go. So you should
1: have just stuck with your original thing. Didn't you say they were, and then you cut. You questioned I it? I did, yeah,
2: because I wasn't positive. But uh, that's another first for the Greg Cody Show podcast, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Look at now you. among our guests. Look at you. How would about you, that? Would you
1: call Philip Bailey a friend at this point? Um, that's a little bit of a stretch. You might call him a friend. I don't think he would call you. A no, friend. he probably. He was wouldn't. really cool though. He was he was quiet, but like the few times I had like little interactions with him, he was very like friendly and cool. Yeah, and I I overheard a conversation. A woman in the
2: gallery um uh, came up to him, and she basically said, "You know how much you and your music have meant to me over the years." It was very touching, and in that spirit, I want to give a shout out to Levitard Show fans. Because the galleries weren't huge on Thursday when we right. played, but there were a good dozen Levitard show fans mm-hmm. out there. There was uh, uh,
1: five or six of them made it like through us the whole round.
2: Oh, there was a a, a young husband and wife with their baby uh. in a stroller. They made the whole eighteen rounds. There was a guy, this, straw, yeah, straw hat man, ah, straw hat man. He flew in from Kentucky to to Lake Tahoe to do nothing but follow us. That.
1: I don't remember him telling me no, that. No, he, he did. did. Now I feel like an asshole. Right, I feel bad that like we didn't like I, I do more moments. special things. No, that guy I had a few interactions with, that guy was so cool. He said something really nice about how much the show has like helped him and like just such a nice thing. He yeah. literally walked the whole until he had to go to work. Wait that a minute, also- are you sure he's from Kentucky? Yeah. He told me that. I mean, he might have used to live in Kentucky. Dad, I'm pretty sure, unless he was just, maybe we're catching him. I'm now a 1,000% sure. Running, This guy said he had to leave to go to work.
2: Okay, it's a better story if he's from Kentucky. <laughs> he, but anyway. This
1: so great. Hey, guy out there, I know you're listening to this. Please reach out to us and tell us which one of us is right. Right. Well, because I'm telling you, he for sure was like, I got to go. I could maybe stay two more holes. I got to go to work. Um, I'm just saying. Maybe he works virtually. It could be. My whole point is. <laughs> Uh, shout out to what a Levitard way to end Show. The, what a way to end the podcast! Shout
2: out to Levitard <laughs> Show fans who make us feel special and make yes. us feel like we're part of their family because we're a part of theirs. And it was also really
3: cool stuff. walking through the gallery as well on Friday. There is a bunch. Hey, Chris. Yeah. Hey, Tony, oh, Hey, yeah. hey yeah. Greg. Like yeah. it, was it was great. It was awesome. It, it honestly one of the like to to now cut us down because we're like
1: building ourselves up as big celebrities. One of the low-key funny parts of playing Thursday was walking up holes and seeing people (laughs) flipping through their things. Like, who the are these guys? I mean, Marty Fish, I know that name and then you know uh, uh, probably people probably didn't because it just said Philip Bailey it should have said Philip Bailey of Earth Wind and Fire because right. I feel like a lot of young stupid people might not but like you said the fans knew who he was like but yeah. I'm just saying the older fans it was yeah. just like you saw I saw multiple there was two times where I literally walked by and was just like I'm nobody you don't have to look like right. <laughs> like <laughs> it was th- that was really funny to watch Right, and there was because there were actual galleries and I've been that guy at a PGA Tour event when you're looking through and it's like I've never heard of these golfers right. and it's like you look at it and then you kind of just keep moving it's like i respect it and, that and
2: there was a funny time friday when somebody called out to you and you thought
1: they were a fan yes and, and they were they were telling me to get the hell out of the way we right. were in the meet we were on this <laughs> media area ahead of the gallery <laughs> yeah and this guy he's like hey chris or no he didn't say it chris he's like hey hey!" and i look around i'm like oh guys just another yeah. i'll go handle i'll go do the picture and he's just like i walk all the way over to him he's like Hey, I've been here an hour waiting to see the curries. So can you just like kneel and get right. the hell out of the way? He, he was nice. But yeah. I, I basically was just like, I didn't know what to say. I didn't say yes. I didn't say no. I was just like, oh, okay. And I like glided away. <laughs> right. It was awkward. Yeah. He was basically finding a nice way to say down in front. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we hope you've enjoyed this virtual this tour. This has been fun. Thanks to yeah. Chris Whittingham for joining. Thank Chris Whittingham for this audio. You were the man on this trip. Yeah. You, you really guys. were. And this was fun. I, I really thought this, this went well. Look at us. Couple, a little run now of podcasts where we, I mean, witty's a guest, but this is like, you know, we had some guests, but like our last episode was casual. Like, I, I like this new format that we're going for. Yeah, no, I do
2: too. Especially when we're doing something worth talking about, like uh, what
1: we've just been through in uh, like Tahoe. Even last week when we talked about literally nothing for 45 minutes, but That's the people <laughs> really liked it. No, it was, I got more reaction. I know I asked for it at the end, but I wanted good or bad. I didn't get any negative reaction right. that people were like more just shooting the shit. Yeah. No, people like that.
2: It's been great. Uh, Thanks to everybody. Thanks to the podcast family. You guys are always with us. Thick or thin. Wow. Uh, Mostly thick, but sometimes thin.
1: This has gotten weird at the end. Has it? Just say bye to the folks. All
2: right. Bye, folks.
1: Are you sure you didn't eat a gummy before this? Because you seemed a little relaxed during this podcast. No, I'm good. I I, uh, drank a Miller Lite gummy. That
2: was about it. (laughs) Maybe a couple of them.